Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day six, I believe, we're on with Reverend Ray Bench and Pastor Mark Pearl. And today we're going to talk about faith for protection. Let's pray. Father, we come hungry today, ready to receive from your precious word. We choose to be a believer, not a non-believing believer, but a believing believer. So, Father, we come hungry today and ready to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to start out reading Psalm 121, 7 and 8 in the Amplified says, The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your life. That's good news. Eight, the Lord will guard your going out and your coming in. Everything that you do from this time forth and forever. And of course, there's scripture after scripture that we can go to uh, for God's protection and we really need it in these end of the end times because there's a lot of evil out That's there true. and the devil steals, kills, right. and destroys. Yeah. Pastor? Well, you know, we live in some crazy times. And Timothy said that in the last days that perilous times would come. The Amplified Bible says, hard to do with, hard to bear. And we are, we, people have gone crazy. And so, I mean, who would have thought that we'd have to have security in our churches right we used to not have to lock our churches you know and nobody would you know nobody would mess with it when i was a you know a drug user in my early years and wild there's no way i'd ever thought about robbing a church or doing vandalism to a church or any of those things so but one of the scriptures that you know talks about protection that we use at the church a lot, especially when it dismiss people, is Psalm ninety-one. Yes, Amen. And I, you know, you need to read the whole Psalm. But I'll just uh, there's just like three verses that I want to talk about. That's awesome. Where in in Psalm ninety-one ten, and I really encourage you to read that entire Psalm because it's about protection. But in verse ten it says, "There shall no evil befall you." Mm. Now that word "befall" literally means there'll be no evil that will conquer you. It doesn't mean like we won't run into evil. We won't ever have to deal with any kind of evil, but it won't conquer us. It won't overpower us. Neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. And the Amplified Bible says all your ways of obedience and service. Lest they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. One of the things that the Bible teaches us is that God has given angels to help us in this life. Yep, right. You know, he, he talks about it. Jesus talked about it in Matthew chapter, I believe it was 18, talking about little ones. He says, their angel always beholds the face of my father, which is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't lose your angel just because you... You grew up. You know. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you probably need him more then than any time. Might irritate him, but he didn't lay <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he might have offended him several times. But you go into the uh, the book of Hebrews, and Paul, Paul writing to the Hebrews, he said that, uh, that are they not all ministering spirits mm. sent forth to minister for them that are heirs of salvation? Amen. And so... I, you know, I, I believe that God has given all of us angels to protect us. Yeah. And you say, well, why, why don't they just automatically protect everybody? Well, there's a story in the book of Exodus. God told, he was sending Israel into the promised land. And he, he told Moses, he said, my angels shall go before you and prepare the way and take you into the place that mm-hmm. I have prepared for you. He will keep you, he, he, you know, mm-hmm. take you into that place. Well, that generation never got in. 
That angel never got them in. Wow. Because of their unbelief wow. and their disobedience. That's a good word. They never got in. That's a good Even word. though God sent an angel to get them in there, that he couldn't get them in because of their disobedience. And Paul, I mean, excuse me, God said to Moses, he said, beware of him. Do not provoke him, for he will not he will not pardon your transgressions. Wow. Now that doesn't mean that angel's an unforgiving lot. That word pardon just means he won't overlook them. Yes. If you disobey God, he's not going to get involved in rebellion against God. Wow. Because he's already seen yes, he a third of the angels yeah, rebel and get well rebellion, said. and well it said. didn't turn out yeah, good. Yeah. So he's not going to help you in your rebellion. We're not doing so, that again. So yeah, I'm not going near that. <laughs> And uh, that's one of the reasons why Paul said to the Corinthians, he's, he's talking about the women being under authority, you know. Mm -hmm. He said, because of the angels. Yes. Because if you get in rebellion to God's order, then you tie their hands. And so when we have failures, it's never the angels' fault. It's, it's usually our fault for not walking in faith and obedience with God, you know. Amen. Amen, Brother Ray. Amen. I think, um, you know, when we talk about protection, you know, the question will often come up, um, well, does that mean I'm never going to have this or I'm never going to have that? Right. I think that if if in a perfect world, if we're all listening, we're attentive to the things of God, God will steer you away from even getting close to it. But if, if we don't listen, if we don't heed, then you might have a situation where, let's say, you get injured or something will happen. But even in that, as soon as you turn to God, then he begins to get involved in that situation Amen. and turn it back to your favor. Amen. You know, David said, yeah, Psalms 91 is a great psalm. I was going to go there, and then Psalms 23. David David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Well, what's that mean? Why? Because God's there to protect me, even yeah. in that time. Oh, yeah. David's a warrior king. There's times he was outnumbered, out, outmanned, and yet God took care of him. He prepared a table before him in the presence of his enemies. He didn't say, I don't have any enemies. Yeah. He said, God took, right. me, took care of me when I had Amen. my enemies. I think one of the, the greatest testimonies that I could give, at least for me, is when I was first beginning to walk with God, was for the first time I really clearly heard his voice, or one of. My father had an old Airstream trailer at the farm, you know, those old silver bullets yes, kind sir, of looking I remember those. They, they weighed a million pounds if they weighed an ounce. And uh, he decided he was going to move it and try to sell it, <clears throat> and it had sat for years, and so, you know, it was on blocks cement blocks and so we were moving the cement blocks well he had a backhoe and he was lifting up the front and I was moving the blocks and on the cement block was a was a two by four that was there and I reached my hand in on top of that two by four to pull the block back and I had been taught you don't put your hand between the weight or in this case the trailer and mm -hmm. you pull it from the side right because right. it's right so I put my hand in there. It was my right hand. I'll never forget it. And just as calm as my father's voice, the Spirit of the Lord spoke just as calm as my dad would. He said, no, you know better than that. And I pulled my hand back, and as soon as I got it back, down came that trailer. Wow. And he protected me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I've had other things go wrong, but I still have all of my fingers. My eyesight is still good. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? But my point is, is he does protect. He does it care. Is. He does love. He does. And and that is his heart. Yeah. I don't think any of us walk as close to God as either we should or perhaps right. we would like to. Right. Right. So we all need to get more sensitive to his voice. Right. But boy, the days when you're there, I, I, yeah. I can testify he's always taking care of me. Right. I think Jesus is our example of walking perfectly in the will of God. Right. And we are far cry from that. Yes. You know? And yes. so you have to know that. But 
I think it's just comforting to know that God, you know, we don't have to be in fear. Right. That uh, we can believe God for protection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, you know the, the, the safest place to be is in the will of God. Amen. You know, Jesus was getting ready to go to a certain city. Uh, it might have been Bethany. I can't remember now the city. And the Jews said to him, Master, of late, the Jews were going to stone you there. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, we need to be in Bethany. So even though it looked like he's walking into danger, he, he, he said, if any man walks in the day, he doesn't stumble because he walks in the light. But if he walks in the night, mm-hmm. he stumbles because he's in darkness. And what he was saying was, look, I know Bethany, they wanted to stone me there. It might have been a different city, but right. they wanted to stone me there. Right. He said, but I'm supposed to be there, so this is walking in the light. Wow, This is good. the safest place for me to be, even though it doesn't look like it. That's good. So, you know, and thank God for his protection. And I want to encourage you to not give up on praying for others' protection also, because, yeah. you know, I, as you guys are talking, it brought me back to my college days, and uh, you guys at that age are probably a lot smarter than I was. But, uh, <laughs> I don't we think did so. Some, we did some dumb things. <laughs> yes, and, sir. Amen. So in South Dakota, we'd go out to the Black Hills, very curvy roads up the, up the mountains, and uh, we'd have these parties out there, and then we would drive back drunk on these curvy roads. <laughs> yeah. and. Steve Pisha, brand new car, still remember it. And he, I was with him, and and we hit a curve where the, the sun didn't hit that ice that day. We went over that embankment, rolled his car down that embankment six or eight times. Wow. I should be dead and in hell right now. Yeah. But I believe somebody was praying for me at the same time. Yes. Amen. And uh, got me through that. And uh, you know how many countless times. I was just the other day doing my wife as... We've been remodeling the bathroom and so on, and I had the knife out. I wasn't paying attention and, and ran that thing. It should have cut my finger, but I got, just time after time, I was like, did something stupid, yes. but God protect him. I believe there's angels in there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Can't take a minute off with right. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just keep praying, not only for your protection, but for your family, and God is faithful to uh, to protect us. So one of you guys would finish this up uh, in prayer. Lord, thank you for... The promises of God. Uh, Peter said that we escape the corruption that's in this world by the precious promises of God. And one of those promises is that you would give your angels charge over us. May fear leave people today. May faith enter their hearts as they realize that even though we're living in dangerous times, you've got us covered in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact Reverend Ray at raybench.com and Pastor Mark at myoasischurch.com. And I encourage you to get in there too and listen to to their teachings. You may not come back to mine after you listen to theirs, but it's been good having you anyway. But um, no, some excellent teaching and very blessed by both of these men. Well, folks, we love you. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.